As a teenager, you were controlled and confined by what others demanded and expected of you. In your 20s, you were consumed by what others thought of you. In your 30s, you realized you were still conflicted by what you truly thought of yourself. But now, in your 40s and beyond, it's finally time to live fearlessly, fabulously, and fully you. Let's go. Hey sis, welcome to In the Middle with Myra, and I'm your host, Myra Rollins. What is up to my ladies in the middle? This is your host, your homegirl, your friend, your long lost confidant, your ace boom coon, your virtual bestie. This is Myra, and you have finally, (laughs) because of me and my absence, you have finally found yourself back in the middle with me. And I know it's been a while. A long time. But let me explain. Let me explain. (laughs) Y'all, things have just been happening. And the majority of it has been great things and great stuff. But um, I heard something that really registered to me. And I kept getting confirmation from like memes and from friends. Um, It kept coming into my mind that I needed to do one thing well. And I have so many hobbies and interests and passions and all of my ventures were growing and prospering and just had lots of possibilities and potential. But what was happening is that I would put a little bit of energy into that and then it would grow. But then I would stop and put momentum into another thing and I would start and stop and start and stop. And I was continuing to put more energy just to get the ball back rolling on that one thing that nothing was being accomplished with excellence and consistency. So what I decided to do, even though it was difficult, because it was a hard decision, y'all, but I decided to put a little bit more focus and energy and effort into one thing. And that one thing was my company called Myra J. Rollins Engagement Programs. It is a corporate training and engagement program and consulting. And we focus on holistic employee wellness and we do virtual and in-person training and consulting. And there have been some amazing successes. I have several clients and I'm doing something that I'm so proud of. So I unfortunately had to take a step back from the podcast, but I miss it tremendously. And y'all were like DMing me, and especially in the beginning, y'all were like, um, hello, what is happening? Y'all were texting and emailing. And um, one of my best friends just recently, Marco Poloed me. Did y'all use that app? Y'all should. That's how we keep in contact without having to like carve out a whole bunch of time. Anyway, I digress. Well, she Marco poloed me and um, she was like, where is the podcast? When are you going to get back into that? Because the ladies in the middle need you. <laughs> where are you at? So I said, I promise I'll be back. And so a couple of days later, I was driving down the street, listening to Encanto and all those songs. And everybody is talking about, we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. And that song is cool. But the song, y'all, that resonated with me deep in my soul to my bone marrow, and I know resonated with you as a woman in the middle, 
was that song, y'all, that Louisa sang. And the song that she sang was called Surface Pressure. Why would anything be wrong? I'm totally fine. Magic's fine. Louisa's fine. I'm totally not nervous. Your eyes doing the thing. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. Okay. I move mountains. I move churches. And I glow because I know what my worth is. Of course. I mean, hey, where are you going? I don't ask how hard the work is. Got a rough and destructible surface. Diamonds and platinum. I find I'm platinum. I take what I'm handed. I break what's demanded. But under the surface, I feel the circus. A tightrope walker in a three ring circus. Under the surface, was Hercules ever like yo on a lot of Under the surface. I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can be of service. A flower crack, the straw in the stack, that breaks the camel's back. What breaks the camel's back? It's fashion like a drip, drip, drip that'll never stop. Whoa. Fashion that'll tip, tip, tip till you just go push. And Louisa was that character, the strong sister. And she walked around like picking up rocks and moving things for people and whatever burden that other people had, they called Louisa with the expectation that she would solve it and fix it and move it for them. Ladies, how about you? Is that you? Are you that person in the family that everyone expects you to fix their problems and their issues and their drama? Is it because you make a little bit more money than everybody else and they expect you like when someone needs an admission package to college? I mean, you got to come through because if you don't, then how baby girl going to get to school and all of a sudden it's your responsibility? <laughs> or if you're the person that just has just a little bit more sense than everybody else and they expect you to be the one that at the meeting and be the one that mediates between one crazy family member and another are you always in the middle and they look to you for that are you the person in the family that's exhausted because you're caring for mom or caring for dad are you that person are you louisa so I want to go through some of the lyrics of this song just in case this is you and if louisa was here i would tell her this and today I'm telling you. So the song starts out with her sister asking her, are you okay? And Louisa's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm good. Why would anything be wrong? And her sister says, because your eye is doing that thing. So what we see in the movie is that as the movie progresses, Louisa's eye starts to twitch because she's starting to get anxious and nervous. And what I want you to know is that your body registers, your body registers the pain and the stress that your mind won't allow you to accept or acknowledge. I'm going to say that one more time. <laughs> Your body registers the stress and the tension that your mind will not allow you to acknowledge or accept. 
And we see that, ladies, through headaches and high blood pressure and weight gain and physical pain in your neck and your back. And you think it's because, oh, it's how I'm sleeping or I did this crazy exercise and yoga. But no, sis, it is the tension in your body, the physical manifestation of stress. And y'all, one of the number one killers of women over 40 is related to heart disease. And it's not just because of how we're eating and lack of exercise. And yes, those things play factors, but it's also, and I firmly believe it's because of the stress that we put on our bodies and our minds. And just because Louisa, just like Louisa didn't realize that her eye was twitching because of the stress, I am certain that some of you are experiencing physical manifestations of stress that you are blaming on other things. Are you experiencing headaches that you think that is just sinuses? Mm -mm. Is your blood pressure uncontrolled and your doctor is switching all these medications? Are you gaining or even losing weight and you have no idea why? Are you having pain in your neck and your back? Sis, where are you experiencing physical manifestations of the stress that your mind won't allow you yet to acknowledge? Then the song goes on to say that I'm the strong one. Is that you? Is that who you have been assigned to be in your family? Is that the name or the label or the role that you even want? Is it a joy or a burden? Sis, I am telling you that if your family has assigned you the role of the strong one, you need to sit with yourself and the first step is just asking yourself, do I even want this role? So Louisa goes on to say, I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. <laughs> that was so amazing to me that she said that. Because what happens is that we begin, the women who take on this role of the strong one, we begin to function at these high levels of resting tension and they are completely, we are completely unaware of the amount of tension and stress in our bodies. We're just unaware that we're functioning with anxiety or depression because we've done it for so long. And when you ask them or when you ask us, are you okay? We'll say, you'll say. Even under high degrees of stress, you'll say and convince other people and yourself that you are fine. But just like Louisa, even though she said she wasn't nervous, her body, your body is telling a different story. Louisa goes on to say, I know what my worth is. But do you? But do you, Louisa? But do you, sis? Do you know what your worth is? Do you really know? Because in that song, she continues and says, just after saying, I know what my worth is, she says, but under the surface, I feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three ring circus under the surface. Was Hercules ever like, yo, I don't want to fight under the surface. I'm pretty sure. I'm worthless if I can't be of service. Wow. Y'all Disney <laughs> be teaching. Listen, 
I am pretty sure I'm worthless, worthless if I can't be of service. Do you, like Louisa, attach your worth to what you can do for people? And if you do, if you attach your worth to what you can do for people, that is dangerous, depleting, and sure to disappoint. Your worth will only be based on this forever changing standard of people's selfish expectations. Y'all, come on. You cannot base your worth off of an ever changing standard of other people's expectations. Louisa continues, I don't ask how hard the work is. I take what I'm handed. I break what's demanded. Yep. I know that you, sis. I know that you have this just get her done attitude. You say, I put my head down and I just grind it out. I do the work. But depletion without refilling causes brokenness. Depletion without proper refilling causes brokenness. Who or what or, or how do you replenish? Is it a spa day? Is it just rest periods and separation? Is it prayer? Is it walking, reading, time with your girlfriends, time with your spouse, a glass of wine? <laughs> what is it that you are intentional about? How do you sow into yourself? What is your self-care regimen, your cadence? And self-care is not just pedicure and manicures, but self-care is journaling and therapy and exercise. Self-care is setting boundaries. Self-care is a regimen and a cadence of pouring into yourself. Then Louisa says, a flaw or a crack, a straw in a stack that breaks the camel's back. Sis. How close are you to the edge? And you must have this self-awareness that you ask yourself, am I about to snap to break? Y'all, suicide, depression, these things are real and on the rise. And you must monitor that for yourself. Am I moving from irritability to sadness to depression? Do I need therapy or anxiety medications? And there is no shame in that. Y'all, there will be seasons where you may need meds and neither is there shame in therapy. I think that the minority, minority community has shifted and I'm proud of us into accepting that therapy is something that we all need and there's no shame in it. So whether it's medications or therapy or whatever you need, assess it and go get it. Pull yourself from the edge. Louisa says it's pressure like a trip 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 that will never stop sis uh-uh we're not gonna embrace that message that drip 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 that will never stop yes it will it will stop once you louisa once you candace once you kim once you teresa once you tamra brandy miko lynn whoever you are <laughs> it will stop when you stop it because people will take you as far as you will let them. Learn to say no, Christy. Learn to say no, Lisa. No is a full sentence. You don't have to explain, justify, or even agree with it. You can choose to, but you don't have to. It is not a requirement. Sometimes, honestly and unfortunately, you may be the only one looking out for your best interests. 
Even the people that love us are often taking advantage of us. Maybe not on purpose or intentionally, but a lot of times, even our loved ones have self-centered motives when they interact with us. And so often our families can take advantage of us if we let them. So we have to be the ones that are looking out for ourselves. Louisa then says, pressure that will tip, tip, tip till you pop. Sis, I'm here to tell you that there is a breaking point. Everyone has one. I know you're strong. I know you've been doing it for years. I know you think you got this, but don't allow yourself to reach the breaking point. As I said before, suicide and divorce and alcoholism and depression, all of these conditions are on the rise. So sis, you're not, what's the word, like excluded from or um, even you, like you are not exempt. That's the word I was looking for. You are not exempt from these conditions. Like even you. The possibility of you considering suicide. I know it sounds far-fetched, but anybody when pushed to the edge and when the stress keeps tip, 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 anyone can pop. Even you. What is wearing you back? What is wearing you down? What small disrespect? What person keeps asking you for these little things? Where are you not receiving reciprocity or respect? Like how? Or who, if you allow it, can push you to the edge? Like, stop it, sis. Stop that train and address it. We don't believe that the drip, drip, drip that will never stop. We're going to set those boundaries. Then Louisa says that people tell her, give it to your sister. Your sister's older. (laughs) In some families, y'all, like people get assigned a role that comes with responsibility because of a position that they had nothing to do with. Like if someone's the oldest, then they get this role and responsibility because you're the oldest, you're the oldest, you have to, you got to. Or if you're the only girl in the family or the only daughter, so you have to, no, 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 no. I didn't have any do anything to do with my birth order, my gender or anything else. So because I didn't raise my hand for that and volunteer, <laughs> I don't accept this responsibility that comes with it. Don't allow people to say that because you're blank, you now have to do blank. I don't care if you're the oldest, the only girl, have the most money, have a degree, have the house. You don't have to accept a responsibility you didn't sign up for. Then she says, give her all the heavy things that we can't shoulder. Y'all, it's not your job to pick up everyone else's slack. It is not. And I know I feel like I'm preachy and I ain't talked to y'all in a long time, but this song ministered to my spirit. (laughs) I want to tell you that like Louisa, I'm sure that people are telling you that give it to her If you can't shoulder it, I'm sure she can. It's not your job to pick up everyone else's slack. The song says, give it to your sister. Your sister's stronger. See if she can hang on a little longer. Y'all lean in for this one. You ready? Your capacity 
should not determine your responsibility. I'm going to say it again, then we're going to break it down. Your capacity should not determine your responsibility. Just because I can, doesn't mean I have to or I must. Just because I can hold it, doesn't mean you should give it to me. Just because I can do it, doesn't mean you should ask. Just because I can, doesn't mean you should expect it. Just because my capacity is this large, I'm not interested in constantly testing it. Your capacity should not determine your responsibility. You better tell them, sis, my capacity should be something you leverage as your last resort, not your first one. Like some people, like your family and your friends will come to you first because, oh, I know Mara can do this. I know Shantae can do this. I know um, Alice can do this. No, no, no. <laughs> what other options have you considered? And once you have come to me with at least three exhausted options, <laughs> then let's talk. But my capacity should be your last resort, not your first. Mm. <laughs> My capacity is not for your convenience. Come on, sis. You better tell the people that my capacity is not for your convenience. Then Louisa says that under the surface, I hide my nerves and it worsens. I worry. If something is going to hurt us. Y'all, she has become paranoid and has anxiety because there is just so much that she is responsible for. And she knows that it is only a matter of time before balls start to drop and break. Because no matter how strong she is, how good she is, she knows that she is not strong enough or good enough to keep this pace at this consistency forever. How about you? Do you have this feeling of like, impending doom? Are you constantly worried about where your kid is and what's happening? Are you worried about finances? Worried about your mom and your sister and your brother and your niece and all of these things keep you up at night because you have accepted the role of being the center where everything, all issues collide. No one person was designed to be that or do that. So your anxiety is not normal because the role that you're operating in is not normal. Louisa continues. She says, but wait, if I could shake this crushing weight of expectation and you got to listen to the song because it's at this point when she says this, the cadence and the tone and the beat and just the whole feel of the song changes just for a little bit. It goes from this fast, intense, deep, quick beat to this slow, calm, soothing beat. And she says, but wait, what if I could shake this crushing weight of expectation? Y'all, let's talk about expectations. We are often attempting to keep up and live up to people's unspoken, unrealistic or unreciprocated expectations. In this day, draw a line and say this far and no further. Oftentimes people are holding us to expectations that they haven't even clearly articulated, unspoken. 
often we are trying to fulfill people's unrealistic expectations. Like, I can't do that. It's impossible, but I'm going to try to come as close to it as possible. No, or unreciprocated that you want me to give, 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 and you never return, return, return. And listen, I'm not telling you to only do things with the expectation that something will be returned. That's not um, the energy or the pattern that I want you to live in this selfish zone. No, but what I am talking about here, I am talking about a person in your life that is constantly taking and never giving a emotional leech. That's toxic. It is at the point in that song when that tone changes and it's calm just when she considers what would it look like to stop attempting to living up to other people's expectations that are unrealistic, unspoken, and unreciprocated. How about you? What would that feel like? What would that look like? She goes on, give it to your sister. It doesn't hurt her. See if she can handle every family burden. Watch as she buckles and bends and never breaks. No mistakes. Just pressure like a grip, grip, grip. And it won't let you go. Give it to your sister. And never wonder if the same pressure would have pulled you under. Sis, I'm here to tell you that if no one in your life cares enough about you to take care of you, I do. If your own mother or husband or sister or child can't see past their expectations into your exhaustion, I do. I am telling you that it's okay to take care of yourself. Self-care is not selfish. I want you to feel free this day, this moment, that that pressure like a grip, 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 it will let go of you. When you let go of it, putting yourself in a position to be well and where you are taken care of so that you can more appropriately take care of others is okay. And if you continue to put yourself in a situation where you're the only person that can do it all, y'all. It begins to borderline on arrogance or idolatry. Ooh, yeah, I said idolatry. Let me explain. If you're the only one that can do something in someone's life, and if you're the only one that can save him, and if you're the only one that can do this, and the only one that can change it, if you don't, then nothing will ever change. If you are that person, you have entered into the zone of being arrogant or idolatry because you are trying to be God in their life. Sis, you are just a person with limitations. So like, just stop thinking that there is something that you can do to fix everybody or there's one good decision that you can make that'll be appeasing to everyone. Like, stop looking for that. I also want you to know that sometimes, y'all, doing the right thing will still disappoint someone. Doing the right thing will still sometimes disappoint people. Hmm. I want you to set your boundaries. I want you to say no. Like sometimes saying no is like, I can't do this right now. I wish that I could, but I can't. 
If I say yes to this, then I wouldn't be able to do this other commitment that I have. Or um, I love you and I wish I could, but I can't. Or honestly saying I can't because that would stress me out. You can be honest with people. Learn and set your boundaries. Y'all know it's a full sentence and it's not a curse word. (laughs) And I know that this one may sound anti-everything that you've tried to be in your child's life or your husband's life or your mom's life, but I'm going to blow this out the water. I'm going to free you sometimes. It's okay to disappoint people. Now, I didn't say it's okay to intentionally hurt people. It's okay not to keep your word. I didn't say it was okay to um, be malicious to anyone. But what I did say is that self-care for you will sometimes be at the expense at someone else's needs or preferences. And that's okay. Because like Louisa, you are going to start feeling those manifestations of the stress in your body. And if not handled, and if boundaries aren't set, if no's aren't said, then you will begin to see signs of depression, anxiety, um, suicidal ideations, just physical sicknesses in your body, things that limit abundant life. So sis, it's been a while since I talked to y'all and I've dropped a lot. I was preachy. I was passionate. I know. I know, I know, but it's had been so long since I talked to you and I just like wanted to dump everything I had in my mind and my heart because I have to be honest, I don't know when I'm going to pop on here again. So I love you with my life. I hope it has encouraged you and I'll see you around. And as I always hashtag, girl, grow. Hey, sis, thanks again for meeting me in the middle where together you and I are figuring out and feeling 40 because we understand that getting older with style and grace ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. Why not us? Why not you? And why not now? And as always, choose to make it a great day.